Yo, what's going on, my fellow revelers? Welcome back to another episode of the Festia Podcast. I'm your host, Manny, a.k.a. Frisky Hug. And today we have Danny Fathom joining us for the podcast episode. Uh, Danny Fathom is a producer. Uh, he's a DJ. Uh, he's also a mentor and a teacher for people who want to get into the DJ music life and start producing music and stuff like that. Um, and he is not only going to tell us about his story, but he's also going to help me kind of get started uh, with doing this little review that we got going on for Groove Cruise. We're going to kind of go over both of our experiences. Uh, we differ in experiences for the most part, but we did hang out a lot together at Groove Cruise. We actually met at Groove Cruise and we're going to just talk about, you know, the staff, the food, the activities, the DJs, the setups, um, and then just ex like our entire experience all together. Um, so yeah, that's what today's episode is going to be mostly about. We're going to just going to go over the review of Groove Cruise. Um, and as for any life updates, uh, me personally, I got a couple of Halloween things going on. Um, the things that I'm promoting for this weekend is we have Grave Digger. It's at level 13. It's by Blaze Entertainment. So if you guys are in Orlando, uh, definitely come through. I'll definitely be there. Uh, and then I got EDC Orlando is the next event that I got going on. I will be at home base courtesy of Radiate. So I'll be doing a little a couple like home base stuff. I don't have any rooms there because I actually live across the street from them. But that's kind of what I got going on for that. Uh, I also will be doing like a vlog for Butler. He's a DJ that's going to be playing on Sunday. So all of Sunday, I'm going to be doing that. Um, and then on Saturday, I believe we're going to be doing a Radiate Meetup. So if you guys are going to be at EDC Orlando, head over to our meetup. Uh, we'll have meetup information soon, probably closer to the date. Um, probably like maybe... You know, it's usually like three days before the festival starts. We usually have like more of that meetup information, stuff like that. A couple of giveaway items and et cetera like that. Um, but I think that's it. Uh, oh, I, I actually will be going to like this wine and blend. It's got like wine blended festival over in Tampa. I believe the Chainsmokers is hosting or is headlining that one. And then for New Year's, I haven't really decided. I don't know if I'm doing hijinks or if I'm doing decadence Arizona. Um, but that's it for life updates. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear what we got to say about Groove Cruise, though. I had a blast. I mean, it was something else. And you really can't categorize it as like a festival because it's really like its own experience. But for me, it was like a probably like my top four like event ever. And that's a lot. I've you know, I've I've been going, I've been doing festivals for like 10 years. So I'm really glad that I uh, shout out to the festival babes. Thank you so much for the invite. Um, they're the reason that I actually got to go. Thank you, Jason. Uh, thank you, Skeeter. Uh, they're like the team that, you know, made this whole thing happen. Uh, all amazing people all around. Thank you guys just for having me in general. And I hope that uh, if you guys are watching this, I hope that you guys enjoy the, the review. Uh, but yeah, enjoy the podcast. All right. So I'd like to welcome Danny Fathom to the Festival podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, man. How you doing? <laughs> doing good, man. Uh long time no see kind of, I guess. Well, not really. I've kind of been like Instagram chatting you every fucking day since yeah, we've man. met. Um so I met Danny on Groove Cruise. Um and that's kind of what this 
episode is going to be mostly about. We're going to be uh, kind of doing a little overview review of like our experience, you know, talking about some of the, you know, the ups, the downs, the ins and outs of everything that we've experienced while we were at Groove Cruise. Um, but before we get started with this, like the Groove Cruise review and stuff, um, I kind of want to talk about him. So I'm going to go ahead and let him have the floor. And if you wouldn't mind giving a quick description of who you are. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you, Manny. My name is Danny Fathom. I'm from San Jose, California, 28 years old. Uh, I got into DJing and music probably about like eight, nine years ago. I've always had a love for entertaining people. At first, I thought I wanted to be a comedian. And I just I love the idea of making people happy and just giving that great energy. And once I found music and you know, found that I could, you know, start making mixes and I, you know, started on audacity doing little things here, but slowly but surely I've been like learning and learning. And what's been such a big blessing in the last few years is I got an opportunity to become a music instructor. And now that's become my full-time uh, job where I'm teaching, you know, kids and adults and people of all ages, how to DJ, how to produce music. And that's one of the most rewarding things is, you know, like it's cool to make your own music and all that, like, that's great. But like really being able to like inspire somebody else and help them, like, you know, put what's in their head onto the computer or, you know, onto paper, as some might say, you know, that's really been rewarding for me. So very grateful that I have a, an opportunity to teach people and, you know, give, give back what I've learned and, you know, help people share their love through music. So what was your, on the next group cruise, baby, let's do what this. What was like your inspiration towards <laughs> like thinking like, Oh, I want to be a teacher. You know, I think the biggest thing for me is, the first couple of years, I was, uh, I was, I was so, I wasn't lost, I would say, but I was just, I didn't know what I was doing, right? Like I was just like, you know, like I, I, I had this FL studio, and I was just kind of wandering, you know, and I didn't know how to really like take my love for music to the next level. And once I finally had a couple like like people, like friends and mentors, help me, I mm. mean, just the leaps and bounds I made, like I, I could have saved myself years and years of time. And like, I think it's good because I had those times where I didn't have the instruction. So I, I'm more passionate now about seeing people who don't have that kind of guiding and just being able to, you know, it's like, I can, I can literally take it. What's great is it helps me. I didn't really become a truly great DJ in my, in my eyes until I started helping other people. And now when I go up and DJ and I perform, I feel so confident because like that's what I do like all day is I'm helping people with their mixing and their transitions. And when you have to break it down and explain it to somebody, you really it, it helps you more than you think. Yeah. What was the how, how many how many festivals have you actually like uh, performed at? Have you performed at festivals yet or how's that? Yeah, I, yeah, I performed at a couple festivals. The first festival was Santa Cruz Music Festival back in 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. I performed at uh, a couple other festivals after that. Um, you know, but I've been mostly like really trying to focus. Like I used to have my sound was a little bit different before, a lot harder, kind of more like, you mm -hmm. know, like kind of trancey tech trance. But now I've kind of like moved into a new sound of like progressive house. So I'm really just trying to define that sound and get it out there before I start playing out a bunch more. Oh man. So like what is your favorite genre so far to like be like to play so to far? Play? Man, there's nothing like taking people on a journey. Like mm -hmm. my favorite artist right now is Eric Prids. I mean, I mean, there's so many great artists that take you on a journey through their music, but I just, there's something, something about his music. And when he DJs, he plays almost a hundred percent of his original music and a lot of it he doesn't release. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, if you want to hear that music, the only way you can is really to see him. And what I respect so much about him and why I believe he's so valuable is because he's so hard to replace. Like if Eric Prids mm -hmm. can't make it to a show, 
you know, it's you're gonna have a lot of trouble replacing him. Like, there's only a very few amount of DJs that could potentially be like a, a replacement that might satisfy people. You know, well, having so many students and stuff, like being like kind of like a teacher, is there anything that you noticed like that students always have a hard time picking up? I think the biggest thing. Are you talking about DJing or music DJ. production? Oh wow, yeah, I guess both. Yeah. Okay. Well, for DJing, I think. Hmm. Hardest thing for them to pick up. I think a big part of uh, of something for people is like understanding song structure, mm -hmm. like when to mix things in. Like they can go, okay, I I can get a beat match. I can get it. I can pick a song in key. I can put the beats per minute, all that the same. But the biggest part that's hard for them is kind of knowing when do I bring out the bass in this song, and when do mm -hmm. I bring the bass in this song, and when do I fully transition, and when do I bring in like so. And that's just it's kind of hard to teach that because there isn't really necessarily a right or a wrong answer. Cause like you could kind of, you know, it's not really about like, Oh, you have to do it here. You have to do it here. But what's kind of nice is actually when I learned my buddy, we were just doing like 128 like house, like just really like plain, simple 128 house. So all of it was the same, like 30 second intro, 30 second mm -hmm, outro, right. you mix in here, mix in there. So that was really simple. And I'm glad I learned that way. But a lot of times like when I'm teaching kids, they don't want to like just do that 128 house. So we'll do stuff. That's more like this song is a 45 second intro and this song is a, you know, 30 second intro and they're just kind of getting confused and it kind of, it kind of just comes with time, right? Like you kind of just understand like where, where, how am I feeling right now? How's the crowd feeling? Do we mm -hmm. need to switch the song up? Do we need to like, how do we keep it more interesting? You know? So I think that just kind of comes with time and understanding like being behind the decks and, you know, kind of feeling it for yourself. For like, for like, I guess people trying to like do music production, let's start with the music production first. Mm -hmm. What would be an advice you would give like new learners trying to make music? I, I think the biggest, the biggest advice, there's so, there's a couple of different things I want to say. One of the biggest things I heard that it's so simple, but it really helped me a lot is if it sounds good, it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, and that it's it's such a simple thing. Right. And I remember, I think I heard Gasly say that. And I just was like, what? Like, oh, of course, if it sounds good, it's good. But a lot of times new producers, like they'll make something and they like it, but they just like, they go, oh, but like, they don't, they're, they're unsure. They're second guessing themselves. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they like, they, they need to hear like 10 other people validate them and tell them this is good. Was it and you? I, I can't remember if it was you, but it, was it you the one that told me that like um, your song is as good as the moment you thought that once that one moment that it was really good. It's as good as that moment. Was it you that told me that? Uh, I don't know if I want to take credit for that one because I don't think I did tell you that. <laughs> okay. Somebody, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I totally said that, bro. So, so, yeah. yeah. That was me. Production tips up the wall. Somebody, somebody said that <laughs> when you're when you're making music and you listen to your music and at one point you think that your song is as good as that highest point that you thought it was the best. That's actually how good that song is. And after that, it's just you downing yourself. Exactly. And I, you know what? And the problem is, is a lot of time you make the music, you hear it so many fucking times because like you're making it and you're hitting the space bar and space bar a thousand times and you're hearing the song over and over and over. And by the time you're done with it, you're like, I don't want to hear this fucking thing ever again. I fucking hate this song. It's yeah. terrible because you've heard it so many times. But then people hear it for the first time. And they're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. I didn't know that was going to happen. Like. I think like a lot of times like it, you just really it is it is helpful to get a second opinion from people because they have fresh ears. You made the fucking thing, of course. You you know it's not surprising you really. I yeah. mean, I mean, you're talking to somebody who literally does 
podcasting every week, right? So like, I hear my fucking voice every yeah. goddamn week. And there's You're there's like, nothing more annoying. It's like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't hear this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, I hear you enough already. <laughs> yeah. I think an another big production tip is I feel like some too many people take themselves way too seriously. And then also like they're just comparing themselves to like these people that have been making music for like 15, 20 years. And then you just get, you know, in your head, you're doubting yourself. And, and, and then you're just, you're thinking about the end result. Like, okay, I'm making this cool sound or this cool beat, mm -hmm. but then you're not even in the moment with that beat. You're all of a sudden like transporting yourself to, oh, well, what label is it going to go on? And how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to get it? Up, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I think a lot of times you just need to kind of focus and like be in that moment and make the song and don't worry about where it's going to go or how it's going to come out or whatever. Like, I think that, you know, you should just let the, let the music flow and let your creativity flow. And the more you try to go manager mode on it, like I know a lot of us artists and like uh, people nowadays have to wear a lot of different hats. Like you got to be the artist and you got to wear the, you know, the, wear the, the manager hat and be the agent and be all these other things. And I mean, times, my, like, I mean, my boy, Sam Wolf, right? Like he yeah. wears so many hats, you know, like, like even some of us will tell me like, oh, I'm his touring manager because he doesn't have one. He was like, <laughs> he's got all these like extra spots open. Hey, I'll, I'll be your tour manager. <laughs> Yo, shout out Sam Wool. Yeah, that's our fucking boy, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I owe him a lot. He's a he, he's fucking great, man. But you were talking about uh, the comparison of like yourself with like other people. Right. Yeah. And I, I yeah, you said something about like, oh, you compare yourself to people who have been doing music, music for like 20 fucking years. That's also true, but you uh, people also compare themselves to people that like pick up music and they just happen to be picking it up better and faster than you. Unfortunately, right. some people are just more talented um, than you and they pick it up faster and they progress faster. And suddenly your students become, you know, these like, le I want to say legends, right? But they become like they become like your peers and eventually they start becoming your mentors. You're like, oh, shit, yeah, like, you wow. know. <laughs> ego it's kind of an ego trip like you gotta really you get humbled I, real quick <laughs> yeah and like yeah. i will say this one of my favorite quotes about about comparing is comparison is the thief of joy you know like i think a lot of times you make a song and it has something special in it and then you oftentimes listen to like your favorite songs you're like oh but it doesn't have this and it doesn't have that and a big lesson i learned in life is if you really like gratitude is your greatest source of energy like don't think about what your song doesn't have like it is i mean think about it in a productive way we're like okay it doesn't have this i'm gonna help i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do this thing or mm -hmm. make this bass sound like this or whatever but don't be like oh it doesn't have this cool bass line it's not very good but it might have these great vocals or it might have this great other thing and I think a big thing for new producers and new people is it's okay to ask for help. Like I'm not the greatest, like, you know, keyboardist or guitarist, but I have my friend come over and he's a guitar wizard and he'll come over and lay down some guitar and it's unbelievably good. And it's like, should I go and learn how to play guitar? Like maybe, but at the end of the day, it's like, there's so many people out there and this guy, you know, he's not really like, ma like making a big name for himself, even though he, cause he's kind of like, you know, like off the grid, like playing in these little bands and stuff and not really having big records. And it's like, we help each other. Like I, he gets to be on a record that might, you know, could potentially get out there not just like in the, you know, hippie circles of, yeah. of Arizona, you know, and, and, and I get an amazing guitarist and I just think, you know, reaching out is so, so important, like work with other people, collaborate, you know, but don't just collaborate. Like don't expect people to do it for you. That was one of my biggest mistakes coming into it. Like I would make a little song and I'd send it to someone and be like, can you finish this? Or like collaborate, bro. Like you finish it, you mix and master and you make it good. And it's like, 
don't you know you shouldn't expect that from people you're like hey uh, i do really good vocals i struggle with my bass or i struggle with my mixing maybe like we could do a song together check out these vocals and just be forthcoming like i'm not i'm not very good at this but like i i love what you're doing i think we could work together like you know and i think that's a big thing like new artists need to do is they're afraid to reach out and or 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 the opposite they reach out too much and they don't reach out in the right way like they're expecting people to do mm -hmm. it for them so you have a, we were talking offline and like you said you had a record label, right? Yeah, I have a record label called Diverse Music. Um, some people call it, it, it's weird. It's like D colon verse, you know, we actually, <laughs> but um, so the, the thing about it is I just, I, I started sending my music to record labels and stuff and they really wanted to like, oh, can you change this? Can you do mm -hmm. this? Okay, it'll come out in six to nine months or whatever. And it's like, Oh, but in that time, I'm going to have a whole different sound. Like I made this song like six months ago or whatever. Like I'm already changing. Yeah, my that's sound. the issue with like, um, you know, submitting your music is the record labels in charge of when you're going to be releasing your music. Right. So, yeah. yeah, And on top and like literally almost every song you hear comes on a big record label from artists. You're generally hearing what the, where the artist was six months to a year ago, if not more, you know. So like that's that's something to keep in mind. But um, all right. Uh, you have anything else to say uh, before we move on to the Groove Cruise, uh, I guess, like experience review? I just want to say that if you have a dream, you have that dream for a reason. Like you have this this wanting and this thing that was put on your heart to do. And I don't really believe that there are too many accidents like that. Like I think, you know, maybe the vision might not be very clear or what you want to do is not very clear, but like, you know what it is in your heart that like lights your, lights your soul on fire. Not to mm. be corny. Dude. <laughs> but, my, you know, I mean, I, I, I think I said this to you, but I, mean, I said to like a lot of people, right. Cause I, I saw this podcast with Mike Posner and Mike Posner said this, he said, my, my life is bigger than my dreams were. And it's funny when you get to that point, you realize that it's like, there's no point in beating yourself down over not overachieving something that wasn't even in your dreams yet. Like you didn't even think you could dream this far and you're beating yourself up for not getting to another level that wasn't even achievable 10 years ago. You, that was never in your mind, but you're beating yourself up for it. I'm like, dude, yeah. you already achieved your dreams. Why are you mad? So yeah. I know it's always like we sometimes we don't take time to appreciate where we are. We just think about what's next, what's next. Mm -hmm. And we don't think, yo, like five years ago, I was wishing I was in this position. I was wishing I had a song that was yep. this good. Or I was wishing that I had a podcast that was doing this well or whatever it was. And I think, like I said, again, like gratitude your greatest source of energy. I mm -hmm. think, you know, the key to being happy is really focusing on what you have and not what you don't have. But you can focus on what you don't have as long as it's in a productive way. You know, don't think and be like in despair, like I don't have yeah. this, but like really think like I, if I want to, if I want to be better, the yeah. moment just start writing goals, start writing things out. And the moment you write something down and yeah. you go, I want this, it's yours. Dude, I wanted to uh, like, like now, like I want to, like I'm, I'm about to start creating events and I want to do festivals now and this, this, like there's like, dude, if you, if you told me that in like 10 years ago that I, that I had a vision of creating festivals, I would run, you're out of your goddamn mind because yeah. like my goals were where I was at like three years ago, you know? And like, now I'm like, like now I'm going to group cruise for free and I'm getting paid to go to festivals and I'm like, you know, adventuring out and traveling the world. And I'm literally like organizing events and creating events at festivals and hosting Dang. things. And like, like I'm providing all my friends with artist passes and this and this i'm like dude what <laughs> that that was that was in if you had told me where i'm at now that would have been insane for me like nah like that's not gonna happen i had very small dreams 
And for me, those are big dreams back then. Yeah. Hey, now, my favorite, yeah. Now you're killing it, dude. Yeah. Thank you, man. Um, one, of, I'll, I'll, one of my favorite quotes from Bob Proctor is if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Yeah, actually, you know, it's so funny. I uh, I was talking to a DJ and she and I was telling her like, yeah, I want to start like, you know, curating festivals or maybe sponsoring festivals in some way or form or something like that. And she was like, whoa, that's a little like uh, like a far fetched thing so far. And then I was like, I know it sounds crazy, but think about like, let me let me tell you a little bit about my story. And she was like, wow, she was just like, I'm like. She was like, wow, you actually now that I know you mentioned everything you mentioned, like, yeah, maybe it is possible. And it, it all comes down to like not giving up, you know, and it's funny. I was I was at the network panel and I think you were there, too. Mm. Um, that's where we like crossed eyes and we're like, hey, I know. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, like they were talking about the exact same thing. They were talking about their come up. And, you know, Jason was there talking about how he had, you know, uh, $500 in a dream, you know, <laughs> like, and, you know, yeah. he started making things happen. And I'm like, I'm like, I think that's what it is, man. I was backed into a corner where I was like, I threw in all the money that I had into an investment to invest in myself and market myself and become a better version of myself. And, you know, sometimes it's like you either go all in or, or you go back to your nine to five, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you either, you either try your best to achieve your goal or you go back to your nine to five. And honestly, it's like, you know, it, it, it's what it comes down to. It's like, how much are you willing to risk everything that you have? 100%, bro. You know, and, and, and I've literally, like, literally cried to my mom and, like, in my car, I've cried to my mom saying, like, like I have to believe that what I'm doing is for something. I, I, can't, I can't believe that I did all this and just to give up at the end. So, like, I, I've been there, man. I've been at rock bottom where I'm, like, I'm, I'm stressed about paying rent. I'm stressed about paying bills. And I really, like, I'm just trying to achieve this fucking goal, this dream that seems so far-fetched to me. And that I'm, like, but, I, like, I can't give up yet. Because if I would have given up, I would have given up, like, fucking five years ago. You know what I mean? So, I, I've, I've come too far to give up now. So, it's, like... You know, you don't you don't cry to your mom and say all this shit for nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I flew right. I flew across the country, man, to achieve my dreams. I'm not giving up now. You know, like you know, my 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 family lives in L.A. I came here with no money in a dream. That's it. You know, so I'm I'm trying to make things happen. Um, you but, are, and you are. Appreciate it, man. Let's start with this. Uh, let's let's get some of these juicy details on this group cruise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Groove Cruise, um, so this just happened like a week ago. So basically we were going to go from, it was like the Norwegian Jewel, Jewel I think it was called. Yep. yep. Um, and we were going to go from LA to Cabo and then back. Um, so what was your experience basically entering into Groove Cruise? So my experience, I'll say this, y'all. Uh, I was just like, you know, I had a music lesson or whatever right before that. And it ended at like 1230. And I saw like on the schedule, like, oh, three o'clock, the ship leaves. I'm like, all right, I just got to get there at like, you know, two o'clock or whatever. <laughs> get there like an hour early or whatever, right? Like, and I, I didn't look at the email they sent the night before where it's like, check-in ends at one. Don't be late. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, like, like literally like, you know, before I get in my car, it's like 1230. And I'm like, maybe like, I had to still park my car at my buddy's house and get a lift. And I'm like, checking ends close at one at twelve thirty. Jesus Christ! Like I like drove to my buddy's house, like got in the lift, and I got there at like two thirty. And uh, you know, bless Norwegian and Jason and everyone. I made it on board. I was the, and I don't know if I was, but I think I was the second to last person on board, right behind Sarata man. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, 
I was pretty, I was a little stressed in a little bit, like, oh man, like, so my advice, get there super early. Like you're, you know, you're paying to be there. Like, or, well, some of us are paying to be there. Who, you know, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but um, get there early. Like that's the first day of your vacation. Like you can get on board at like noon or even earlier maybe. So I'd say just get there as soon as possible. Hey, you know, and like it's maximize your time on the ship. And my guy, stress. I was there at 11 or if not like 1030, <laughs> my guy. I was the first to board. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, they Damn. started. Did you know they actually started boarding? I think like eight o'clock in the morning. They no. didn't tell you. They didn't tell you. They didn't tell you that. But people were boarding at like eight. So I got there around, I think it was like 10, 30, 11 or whatever. Right. So I get in yeah. and I'm about to enter. And then I see an Uber get out. Boom. My boy, Sam Wolf comes out. Come on, bro. Where, where, Always where? on time. Always on time. And, uh, he he walks <laughs> in. He was like, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, my boy? Hey, whatever." And then um, <clears throat> I told him where the entrance is at. You know, so we're going through the artist entrance, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna just follow you." You know. Oh, okay. So we got an expedited entrance. We went all the way around, and um, you know, they they we had like our own little secret like check in, and we had our own secret like little lounge area where they fed us food and all that stuff. And, okay. And I'm just like, I'm just I'm with him. I'm his guest. They're like, you're not on the list. I'm like, I'm on his list. Check it twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do your job this better. Is frisky hug oh, oh sorry come on do your job oh, better i'm uh, with him yeah. and yeah so they expedited my entire thing you know i i went i i entered as in, like an artist guest and the whole thing and it was super cool and then i Going. saw people like a guest pass my like, hey where's my guest pass you know and um so that was like my experience and they uh yeah everything was just smooth sailing after i i had the easiest smooth sailing huh <laughs> I had the I had the easiest um check-in. I it literally took me five minutes to check in through all of it. Um until we got to the part where I had to get my my card, my card from my room. Now this is where the fucking bullshit starts because um I asked for my card and they give me my roommate's card. And I'm like, well, that's not me, that's the other person. I need mine. So now they have to go and reprint another one. I'm like, dude, just whatever, right? So um I finally get my shit and I enter through the through the entrance or whatever and I go to my go to my room with all my luggage. My key card doesn't work to my damn room. So then I have to go back. I'm asking for directions, bro. Nobody knows where I'm supposed to go. I finally get to the to some guy. He goes, Oh yeah, they haven't checked your room yet. I'm like, oh shoot, what do you mean my room's not ready yet? That's kind of like idiotic. So I go and ask more around. I get I I basically I'm walking around for like 15 minutes, dude. And I um I finally go to the help desk. I stay in line and then I finally get a new key card. And by that time, it's been like an hour and a half. I might as well just gone through the regular people entrance. If it was going to take that long. And then uh, regular people <laughs> entrance. Um, the peasants entrance. I'm kidding. <laughs> and uh, this guy. Yeah, regular people's entrance. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, by that time, my roommate when she came in late. We arrived. We entered the room at the same time. I like, ain't that some bullshit. Um. Anyways, she was a little bougier than me. She had her. She had somebody escort her luggage to the room, and you know, I was like, she over here carrying everything myself. Um, <laughs> but that was like my experience with like entering, getting my room and stuff. Um, I think day zero. Should we call it day zero? Should we call it day one? Is it day day one through five, right? Or mm, I, don't know. Day zero. I think it is day one because they are doing music and stuff that day, right? Like it's not like it's not a day. They did that. Yeah, you're right. They did music. So like day one, man, uh, was pretty smooth. We were kind of just checking out the lay of the land. I think the um, we were trying to figure out the whole internet situation. 
mm-hmm. we got there and uh, we were trying to figure out the internet. We're like, dude, we need to do work. Um, little did we know we were going to do zero work. So um, internet cost like 125 bucks. I um, That so, was the social one or which one? No, that was, was the, that was the basic one. Cost one hundred and twenty five dollars for the for five days, um, and so so like I paid for that. I got my own for my phone. I got hers for her phone. But we weren't able to connect to her phone for some reason. So then we had to go to another help desk to get our uh, our inner our internet thing situated. So that took forever. So I think like the first like three hours of the of the cruise, you're gonna be just fixing your shit. Um, and I'll be honest, you're probably gonna go see that help desk. Probably a good three times within duration of the week. Every, yeah. I mean, m- my friend, I think, went there like 10 times. She kept losing her key card. I don't know. Yes, I lost mine at least once or twice. <laughs> and here's the, and, and if you lose your key card and you get a new one, if you find the old one, you can still get into your room, but you cannot buy anything with that. Like it's, and which is kind of good because it's like, you know, you don't want to be losing key cards and then mm-hmm. old key cards. People are buying, you know, the whole bar or something, you know, but uh, it happened to me a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I want to get a bottle of wine. And I have my old key card and they wouldn't let me do it. And I'm like, oh, oh shoot. Oh, speaking of that, um, buying like alcohol, right? So buying alcohol mm-hmm. is, uh, if you're gonna okay, if you're going to do like a cruise thing and they have like a alcohol package, somebody in your group has to have this alcohol package. You know, like if not, like you guys could even like divide it and stuff. It is like six hundred dollars or something like that. Or like um, for like five days. It's like one. But it's for five days. Like you spend more. Unlimited. Al- yeah, it's unlimited. So like honestly, you get bottles of wine. Can I just go with the drink package? Yo, I want a bottle of wine, or do you have to like, get glasses? And dude, that that drink package was clutch. Like like you have to have the drink package. I'm gonna do that next time. I'm gonna get the drink package, but the, you can only get it. I think on day one. So you have to get the drink package like on day one. Otherwise, you don't. You're not allowed to get it after that because it's like and for the whole. We do it for the whole time. You can't just do one day. That's what kind of was me and my buddy were gonna plan on doing like alternate days, and then we just yep. kind of share, but we couldn't do that. Yeah. So. I mean, definitely, definitely consider the drink package. It's definitely worth it. I mean, um, I I just recommend that in general. Um, yeah. And then, what what else did we do for day one? I can't even remember. Day one is literally just getting all your shit situated, like getting the the packages, getting the internet, getting the the key cards. Um, make sure you. Uh, there's no cash in the cruise, so you have to like make sure you have like your credit card or not like credit card. I think it was like your debit card has to be linked to your card or credit or debit. Yeah. Or okay. Yeah, because uh, I remember and I remember when we first got there. Yeah, they ask you like, do you want to put a card on file? Definitely put a card on file as soon as possible. Otherwise, you have to go back, wait in line, and then put your card on mm-hmm. file because that's the only way you can buy and do things is like you know if your card's on file. Yeah, I think uh, my friend so, uh, was doing. You know what else uh, we did on day one. Are we freezing here? No, go ahead. So uh, Joel Corey played on day one. That was really cool seeing Joel Corey play and Kesmalia, uh before, you know, great opening set. I love, she's awesome. She like sings all her own stuff. Great producer. So that was a really cool way to start off day one. And what they did right before Joel Corey came on, they had a big group picture and they started passing out huge shots of tequila i think el cristiano tequila like sponsored the cruise and i mean people are just walking around with like cups and cups so you know your boy like i didn't want to be that guy but i'm like oh i'll take one i drank it and i'm like another person comes by they go you want one i'm like can i get more than one they're like whatever and i'm like she's okay i took like five of them shots good buddy mm-hmm. Woo, oh, free okay. alcohol well, okay that's the beauty okay that's like another thing about like group cruise so like let's say you don't have the drink package right um they have events throughout the entire day of like free alcohol 
Like there yeah. was free wine tasting. There was free wine and beer at certain rooms. Like yeah. so like, like y- there was free uh, shots at certain times at certain places. Like you just like so all the activities are filled with like alcohol events that are free. So as long as you, you go to those events or those activities, they'll giving you free alcohol. So like I went to like um, a tequila a tequila tasting with set the sky. Um, oh, by the way, like, like all, and by the way, all, like all the artists are doing like these activities. So they're artist activities, right? So you get to hang out with these artists and do these activities. And I swear to God, I drank um, eight shots of tequila. Like, I saw him do was, it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like pouring them all in one cup. Like, hey, have a good time, y'all. Cheers. Yeah, I am like, woo-hoo. at that point, the, te- uh, the tequila was doing nothing to me. So I was like, more. I know, right? <laughs> Um, but you know, and then like they, uh, I was at like the, mer- I was getting merch, and then some guy was saying like, "Hey, they're giving out free, uh, free beer and wine at this room." So I'm like, "Fuck, sign me up!" So you know, I'm over here chucking beers. I'm here chuck so fast. <laughs> I'm over like, like, is this one good? Uh, you know, I'm like, I, like, so if you don't have like your drink packages, just understand that you could go to some of these activities and just grab free alcohol. Yeah. Like they have, as long as you go to the events, you're gonna get free alcohol. And, you know, also, like, you know, this is coming from Sriracha Man. He's like, you don't even need the drink package. Just go in line and be like, who's got the drink package? And then Shut he's the like, fuck. hi, you friend. What the fuck? You're yeah, how, what are you guys getting? Make it three. You're so you, know, you can do that. I mean, I didn't do. Oh, well, I met some homies. and I didn't know they had the drink package. All right. I'm not just going up to people. Oh, you got a drink package? How you doing? Yeah. I'm Danny. No, but like I met these people and they'd always go, you want a drink? I'm like, oh, I'm OK. Like we got the drink package. Yeah. I'm like, all right, double shot uh, margarita. Well, you got to be you got to be careful because I don't know from what I was hearing was um, if you ordered a thing more than like two, they would charge you on your actual card for that third one. Oh. So I don't sense. know. I would uh, would be careful with that. <laughs> yourself, you're like, let me get two shots. Go go. Can I get two more real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, you have to go to like a different bar, otherwise they like they charge you in your car for that sense. one. So so one person gets a drink. Can I get like ten shots of tequila? That's what my one of my friends was doing, and I'm like, I hope we weren't getting charged. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's gotta be some shit in little small writing. It's like, yeah, we'll charge your car. They probably don't even tell people. They just get off the ship. They're like, what the fuck? The- there are so many things in Groove Cruise that um, you, throughout the whole weekend, you're not going to get through the entire ship. Um, but like, uh, I think the casino was pretty cool. I actually won like a thousand dollars, and I like, I gave what? it right back. I, yeah, I gave it right back to the slot machine. I'm like, here, have it back. I don't even know oh, what I'm doing. Go. I'm terrible at gambling. Here, <laughs> how'd you win the thousand initially? Uh, a bunch of jackpots. Nice. You're doing the slots. Mm-hmm. Damn, son. Yeah, but this lady kept hovering behind me. She goes, "Oh my god, you're winning! Congratulations!" I'm like, can you please? Like, I have social anxiety. Could you please fuck off? <laughs> oh, I you have not- social anxiety. I you have so- yeah, <laughs> I have social anxiety. Please fuck off. You could have fooled me. I could fool everybody. Yeah. I have really bad anxiety. Yeah. Like, but I'm really sensitive on the inside. I am. I actually have like when I when I have like my meetups and stuff. I have like sometimes I have, my friends will understand if I'm panicking, and they'll tell people to back off. Uh, I don't like being surrounded sometimes. So like I need I people. Like, I don't know. Comes with the territory. I don't know. I I did. I developed anxiety like after I decided to be an influencer stuff like that. So I don't know. It was like a it was like a development. I happened that happened with with like an an accident. I had. It was like a car crash. I developed really bad anxiety after that. So like ever since then, it's just, it's really been really hard. Like having this career path, you know? <laughs> so what is it about that accident uh, that you think might've sparked that anxiety in you? I don't know. Uh, probably being squished within my car. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so then that way when you're in tight spaces now, it's like, it kind of brings back that bad trauma. 
Uh, I mean, I think subconsciously it does, yeah. So, and I think but, a lot of times people don't realize this, but trauma lives in our body too. Like it's like, like, like there's times where like, I, I feel okay up here, but like my body is just like having this response. Like I'm feeling uneasy and it's like, you know, that trauma, like things that have happened, like really can live in your body. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Dude, you know, what was fucking great though. I, I have to say about group cruise um, is I went in there and I, and like the first day we're like, let's get some food. And the food there was so delicious. Oh my god, I have to free say, food, yeah. Well, fuck, even being free, like you think you think oh. free free buffet would be like trash food? No, man, this shit was no, fire. Yeah. It was pretty fucking good, man. I oh, I, yeah. I gained weight for the first time at a festival. <laughs> Me too. Shit, man. You know, like, and, and, really cool. And, yeah, go ahead. And then if um if you have a group, always every, just reserve a dinner every single night with your friends. Um, they do have free like dinners as well where you can reserve with your friends and just have a great time. We did it every single night. That way nice. we would always have we would just eat before we really got fucked up. Smart. Yeah, I only I went to the palace. That was the main place I went. I didn't really yeah, eat same. any of the other free restaurants. I heard there was like Chin Chin, but Aaron told I, me, oh, it's not good. I didn't She's hear like, good things good. about that. Yeah, me too. So I never even tried it. So I don't want to say it was bad. I just heard it was the bad. Asian food at the buffet was delicious, though. So like, yeah, take your pick. I love that, man. I, it was so great. Like, it's nice. Like before you get out to the pool stage, there's just this huge buffet of like almost any kind of food you could ever want. And it's great. My advice would be bring like a to go cup or bring some kind of bigger cup because you're going to want like water or coffee or something. And they have really small little cups and whatever. So, yeah, definitely bring something to hold some water. Yeah, water yeah, true. Sure. Bring bring like a damn it. What are those uh, like a, like a thermos? Bring a thermos. Yeah, a thermos. And then you can make your coffee in that thermos because those small coffee cups, I kept burning my hand. I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> the amount of coffee I want and need <laughs> doesn't equate. <laughs> I put like ice in it because I can't just drink the coffee when it's Same, hot. Same, like, dude. Ice. It was too hot. I'm like, dude, uh, I'm steaming right now. The last thing I want to do is be like sweating. And I was sweating profusely at Groove Cruise. I don't know. Like, uh, I was just like, I the coffee was making me hot. The food was making me hot. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, but then you go outside and you're freezing. I'm just like, you know, really regulating your temperature at Groove Cruise was hard because like you go outside, you're freezing. You go inside, you're hot. And like, I don't know what to do. So what was like the biggest highlight of day one for you? Um. Maybe mm. maybe give us an artist highlight and give us a people like like people or like just something else you know like I really else. I really don't know because I, I I can't really like remember all the days start <laughs> know, to blend right? in after a while. I feel you. Um, yeah. Let me let me check out my um. What do you call? Oh, I deleted my no my couple thing is still there. Let's see. Yeah. So Wednesday, what did we see? We saw Kevin oh Moore, my like played Joel Corey played. Uh, I think did Green Velvet play that? Green game? Velvet played. Looks like. Oh, I think that's what I did. I um I went into like the bliss area. That's where I kind of was at. I was oh, at Bliss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think A Craze. Theater, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So like after Nurko played, um uh A Craze and Trivecta did a back to back, and it was a like a bass slash techno back-to-back type set so it was just like all over the place but it's super fucking badass really yeah Damn, i missed that one shit yeah they just play for the entire night and then um i i, th- I don't know if it was the same night or the other night but the uh the other night like uh well i don't want to skip nights but like the next night um then a craze does an entire like 
back to back set with like yeah I think he he plays with like Gene Ferris I think he played with Gene Ferris yeah, yeah really sure. and Gene Ferris played outside on the sports court yeah. that was pretty I love that they added that because like the first group cruise I went to back in twenty nineteen maybe twenty eighteen wow has it been four yeah it's been twenty twenty eighteen this was the first one since twenty eighteen huh or well, at least in in Cabo. I mean, I'll be honest, man. I mean, I I think I've heard of Groove Cruise once. I don't know, they, dude. Yeah, for me, yeah. all the ships. I thought they were the same thing. I don't know. I don't even think the about holy it. Holy ship, holy ship, friendship, Groove Cruise. I don't care, yeah. dude. I never cared, yeah. nor nor did I ever think I was ever gonna go to one. Um, and then the opportunity rose, and I'm like in love with it now. I'm like, fuck. I know. I'm like, it's the way to party. I, I'm like, I'm like. So Jason, the the guy who, uh, who um. I think he like uh basically runs like the Groove Crew stuff, um us uh, on with like Skeeter and the EDM Maniac team and right, like right. a bunch of other people, right? Um, I'm like at this point, I'm like take my money, like <laughs> take my money. <laughs> oh, it's I was dude. I like I like um I was comp the ticket, but I spent a shit ton of money while I was there. <laughs> like they got me on, bro. I never bought merch. That was the first time I bought merch. I'm like I am in love. I I spent a few hundred dollars on merch. I mean, I've spent like six hundred dollars on 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 uh on alcohol, so I might as well. Yeah, you should have got the package. I should have <laughs> got the package. You know, so like for me, it's like yeah, I got comp the ticket, but then why did I spend over like fifteen hundred dollars? Like, yeah, you got me. You got well, me you good. Got me. You got me good, bro. <laughs> but the group, I mean, it kind of changed my like whole dot on like how festivals and partying could be because before that, I had gone to Coachella, EDC, like uh, you know, Paradiso, all these mm -hmm. different things. They're all outside camping, and it's you know you see at the go set up a tent, they set all this shit up, and it's like it's kind of dirty and dusty, and you got to walk so far to the festival and all that, and you know all everyone's so far apart usually in the campgrounds and whatever. And this, I mean. You're a five, 10 minute walk from almost anywhere on the ship, you know, like, oh shit, you're at the main stage, you forgot a jacket. I mean, God, if you're at fucking EDC, you could be fucked. You might have to walk all the way back to the campground if you're in the campground. But here, you're like, all right, guys, let's we'll be back in like five, 10 minutes mm -hmm. and go grab something. Or, hey, my friend's over here and this, we're in this room. You could be there in five, 10 minutes. Yeah, so yeah. I like that. I like, like that. party in my clean. room. Let's go. And everyone's got showers. You know, it's not like yeah. a like festival where everyone's smelling like shit. No one's showering or you know doing any of that. So it's for really real, nice dude. Nothing clean. like eating ass and like you just smell like <laughs> like unshowered ass. You know, damn, just like damn, this tastes like day one and two, good buddy. <laughs> Unless you're into that, then damn, yeah. that's some that's some day five ass. <laughs> you just put some deodorant up there or something, bro. Jesus. That's that's fucking that, that's some Burning Man vibes, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've been to Burning Man. I'm not, that's an, I mean, I can't compare it to Burning Man, but like, it's just it's nice having good food, having mm -hmm. you know, just being clean and having everything be so close together, and all the I, artists I, are just I, walking around. And I did love the buffet, man. Like, if you if you wanted to see who was still up and doing things, just go to the buffet, bro. There's like yeah. a whole chunk of people just having like dinner or breakfast at like ten in the morning, and I'm like, is this good night or good morning? Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> Uh, and then like I don't know, man. The vibes were all there. I I I will say, and I think everyone can attest to this, this exact quote is, um, you know, everybody there was very nice. I I can't name a single mean person, um, from the crew to the organizers yeah. to the attendees to the influencers to the DJs. Everybody there was super fucking nice, and yeah. I think that's what, like everybody was uh basically absorbing everyone's energy, and everybody was just giving out that same exact energy, which was fucking great vibes and good times, and a lot of giving energy. There was a lot of giving yeah, going around. Yeah. Like we, everybody was so giving, 
And like, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see anybody be frugal for anything. I'm like, wow, like this is so cool. And I think that's one of the things that I took back with me is like the, the generosity of it all. And it's like, I don't know. I just really like, I, this, this is kind of like why I fell in love with Groove Cruise. This is why I bought like $200 worth, like $300 worth of merch, you know? Yeah, the family vibes are so strong, man. Like, and especially like since I went to like two years, I went like to Group Cruise 18 and then I mm. went to Group Island, I think 2019. Uh, and like, it's just, you see all your old friends again. You're like, oh my God. And it feels like you haven't missed a beat for some of these people. It's just like, wow. Uh, uh, like, you know, and like, it's it's so beautiful that like, like you said that nobody, I mean, it's amazing. I didn't see really anybody who got like too, like, like way too fucked up. Or any me, me or and any you, law. what do you mean? <laughs> Oh, on the ship, we got fucked up in Cabo. We did. We got toasted Whoa, in Cabo. But... Well, I mean, I almost got left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing we found each other. Like we yeah, were both real. like, woo. <laughs> but yeah, but everyone's so kind. Like legit, I was pretty turt in Cabo because we got off the boat, and me and my buddy went and bought a whole bottle of tequila. Like drank half of it, went snorkeling, and we were just on the boat, like the bus, waiting to get to the party. And you know, by the time we got there. We was pretty turt, and I was just on the couch like, oh, man, I'm fucking, woo. Yeah, like, man, I, I went to a restaurant, the first one I could find that sold, that sold tacos, and I'm just like, can I just get a couple rounds of tequila shots? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and I'm already fucked up, like, on the way there, because I, I hadn't slept yet, because uh, the night before that, we were like, let's go watch the sunrise set. What a dumb idea, first of all. But it was a good – wasn't that Gene Ferris' summer set? It was a it, good summer set. It was Gene Ferris. But I was like, I understand y'all want to watch the sunrise, but um, this seems like a bad idea. Yeah. You know, I and know, I, I didn't get to Cabo till like three or four because I slept from like eight to like maybe twelve thirty one. I never slept. I We mm. were just like, hey, like, you know, let's just go to Cabo. I'm like, okay. We just like literally just went straight to Cabo. Nice. Yeah, that's how we met, bro. I mean, I don't know what the exact moment we met was, but it was in Cabo. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely in Cabo. I don't remember either. Oh, man, bro. That was wild, dude. That it was. was so I, I was on some ratchet shit, though. I was all over the place, and I was like, I don't know where I was at. I mean, I was like on stage, and I was like, I don't even yeah. know what's going on, man. All I know is I'm on stage having a blast. <laughs> Yeah. The, the, the security's like, you need to like back off the decks, my guy. I don't want you like spilling the drinks on it. Ah, what do you mean? No, I'm kidding. I just spilled no drinks on it. I was just, <laughs> just yeah, fucking right. around. I'm just fucking around. But like, no, like, yeah, I'm like, um, but all, all the vibes were there. My friends playing. And honestly, I think my biggest thing, man, um, when I was like, yeah, like going to these sets and stuff, I was like, are my friends playing these sets? I was very supportive of all my friends playing these sets because I'm, I'm very proud of them. And yeah. I'm very supportive of all my friends that got to play at Groove Cruise. And I'm like, I just want to be there for my friends. Like, like, like I really, I don't really care. Like these DJs are, you know, that obviously are like high end type DJs are playing because like I really just want to make sure that my that my friends that like got to play these sets know that I was there for them. Uh, went for all their sets and I'm I tried my best to make almost all of their sets and like you just let them know like hey like I'm here for you my guy you know and girl there's a lot of girl friends you know girl slash friends that I uh that are DJs that like I just want to make sure that they know I'm like like I love you baby girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you're really supportive you actually got me to go to um your friend said I'm trying to remember his name Noah Levinson but, uh, yeah yeah man I, I that was I, I mean Shout out Noah Levinson. Like, I can't believe he wasn't booked originally. Like, you know, there was kind of just time on the pool stage. And I guess mm -hmm. they just put a couple other artists on there. And he was one of them. And oh, my goodness, we go and see this guy. I mean, 
like it was kind of colder outside and there was other artists playing other places. So there wasn't a ton of people, but like, you know, he brought me out or man, he brought me out and I never heard of him. And he was, it was cool. Like he played a bunch of different kinds of music. He played like the future bass. He played some traps, some dubstep. Then he went to some house. And then I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. He's a good DJ. And then the motherfucker started singing. He's like, yo, this is a new original. I know. Like, okay. Okay. Some original music. I, I, I respect it. And then he started singing over it and it was so good. I'm like, how is this man not booked? Like, right? Oh my god! And, Beautiful and I, music. And I was telling you, like, I had this guy on the podcast. Never once did he mention that he was like singing his own songs and stuff like that. I'm like, what? So like, I was very, I was surprised. Yeah. And then I and then I was also surprised that he hadn't lost his voice like I had. I'm like, oh, he can sing because I was like, Lala. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? My I sounded like I sounded like uh, Homer Simpson's wife. What's her name? Marge. Marge. Oh, I sounded like Marge. Oh my homie. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Hi, homies. Oh you know, I, I used up all my words by like day four and a half, five. Like I was yeah. just like trying to Dude, tell people jokes. I lost my voice day noticed? one. Day one, I lost my voice, bro. I just <laughs> couldn't stop yelling. Like who? Cause I kept I kept like hyping up my fucking friends. I was like, yeah. I love you. Dude, you're, you're great, brother. You came supported me when I played. You supported every like I think I don't think there was like one friend that you didn't support. Like you really went out of your way to make sure like you got there for your friends. And you missed other like Anthony Atala set a little bit to come see me play. So like you're 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 fucking dope, bro. I I I, I, I just I you know I've I've been raving, man, like you know, a good 10 years. And I go to like 26 festivals. Let's say 26 festivals on average, like a year. You know, it's like I see these artists all the time. I see tons of these sets. You know what I don't fucking see are my friends playing main stage. You know, I don't see that very often. Yeah. And you bring in not just yourself, but you're bringing me. I think we brought even one other person with yeah. us when we went. And like, you're not just like supporting them, but you're bringing your friends and you're getting, cause now I'm a Noah Levinson fan. I'm like, yo, I mean, those originals, man. Like, yeah, man. And not just yeah, singing his heart out to us. And I'm like, man. And then I got like, one thing that I really loved about like uh groove cruise is like, so, you know, I have a really big net network, like a big pool, like network. Right. And I like, I love introducing like my friends to my other friends. Be like, Hey, Y'all connect, like y'all get each other's information and 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 make something beautiful later or some shit. I don't fucking know. Figure it out. Like I, I'm just I'm just the middleman. Y'all figure it out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? But I love the I love that I have the opportunity to introduce my friends to other friends because a lot of the times it's like you know we're a little too shy or we're not like mm -hmm. and even though I have like social anxiety, it's like I'm not I'm like willing to go get overcome it and be like, hey, you two, like be friends. So. Yeah, and that's so valuable, man. Because you know, you like, like literally, like it's a usually it's a win-win situation, right? It's like, like they, like someone, like I, like I just introduced my friend who's a guitarist to a really talented producer I'm working with in LA, mm -hmm. and I mean, he's they're both so grateful. Like, wow, thank you so much for introducing me to him. Thank yeah. you for so introducing me to him. And it's like they're making beautiful music together, and that made me almost as ha like just so happy. Like, wow, like who knows? Like this is just they recorded four songs in like a day, and they're gonna have like a lifelong relationship of making music together. Like just one little introduction mm -hmm. could lead to so much beautiful, great energy, like in music or whatever into the world. What was your favorite? Let's go with the sets first. What was your favorite set? A whole group cruise? Yeah. You know, I, I'm just going to list off a couple of them and I'll try to rank them after that. But mm -hmm. really love Gene Ferris's, and this is in no order. Love Gene Ferris's Sunrise set and also the set in the theater. Never really got to see him play before. I've heard his music, but it was really cool. Very, very good DJ. 
uh, great energy. Uh, Haleen was amazing. I saw her on the main pool stage. I may or may not have teared up during that a couple times. It was great. She was fantastic. Uh, and then let me see who else. Uh, I loved seeing. Let me think. Who was who else was really really good? Um, Dude, that Sam Wolf back to back deep fake oh, set yes, at yep, the atrium. We that was good. Legendary. That, that was great. good. That was some good good. I so. enjoyed that. I really did enjoy that. You know, it was not. It was, that was a nice. Uh, that was that was a nice uh, way to start the night. I don't know, like day three or something. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was like Sam the last Wolf day. Was good. Who else did I see that was good that impressed me? Uh, for for me, it was for me Halion, but it was at the uh, at the theater and the theater that I was didn't see that one pretty nice. Like I think the production at the theater was probably my my favorite. Yeah, yeah like uh, stage wise, I think the theater was the best. The bass in there was so vibrant, and I was like, and then like they had just so much stuff going on, like you know, because like I think at the pool, like the fog was going everywhere, and like you know, know, but like, but there was like everything was so controlled, and the confetti was everywhere, like everything was really like set in place because there wasn't like any wind, and and I don't know, and then to be able to sit down, I had like really bad knees, to be able to like sit down, like rest, and and just enjoy the show was pretty nice too, and then dance when you felt better, and you know that was yeah, I like that, I like that a lot. Oh, I want to say, how could I forget Green Velvet? Man, killed it absolutely. And you get that's a scope of group cruise. You get to see these artists multiple times. Like, yeah, I missed the Haleen set in the theater, but I got to see her on the pool deck, and I didn't get to see like you know like so you really get a couple of opportunities, and a lot of times the artists play different sets, so it's kind of cool to see how they would play. Like you know, I saw Green Velvet, we saw a two-hour set, and he played a four-hour closing set. Uh, for the closing party, and that was amazing. I mean, seriously, like I was, that was probably I my best. I can't remember set. this guy's name, but it was like K S O Fresco. I think it was called K K S. I don't know K S K S O Fresco. Mm. No, am I getting? Am I, am I saying that wrong? I think there's a guy named K three S S. Maybe you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Bigs. Bigs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Come on, you're not small. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, K K S O Fresco. Okay, so I'd never heard of this guy before, and I was literally his music was so trippy and so out there, but also really funny. And I was like, "This is lit, this guy!" And then he was like just jamming out to like the way like his um, what is it? His mm, his character on stage was yeah. just phenomenal, and I was like, "Dude!" And I I actually like. Like was next to him, like while we were walking in the hallway, and I was gonna go say something, but he was like in the middle of conversation, and I didn't want to like interrupt and stuff. And I was like, ah, like I'll just uh, whenever I see him again at another festival, I'll go missed and, opportunities. And, ah, I feel it, like, like sometimes, like yeah, like the same thing happened with me and Green Velvet. Like Green Velvet after his set, he was just talking, talking. It's crazy. Like hey, good, there you go. Home. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's what everyone was doing. And I just, yeah, I just was like, you know what, I gotta go. He's gotta go. And I just quickly said, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Love you. Love your music take care and he's like hey i love you brother love, thank you and then well you know that was good like i didn't want to interrupt yeah. but yeah, I, yeah, I had to yeah. say something I, I mean i mean i wanted to, i wanted to go and, and tell him like hey man i really loved your shit i never heard of you before so like now i'm like you definitely like i already like followed on your soundcloud and stuff like that but like um i didn't want to interrupt the conversation just really, to say that oh, right yeah. and then I'm he's not gonna like, rem- yeah. and then he's not gonna remember me tomorrow anyway so it's like yeah. it's not really like do your frisky hug how is he not gonna be like oh my god frisky hug like my music everyone like come on no, please. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think I think personally, man, from my experience, it takes like a good three times just to remember somebody. So Sam Wolf doesn't remember me then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who 
<laughs> met him once. This this man remembers everybody. So I don't know. Yeah. He's a good man. But uh, but I mean, ask him next week. He probably forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. I got to meet a lot of artists. I think one of the coolest artists I met, Deep Fake, was really really cool, really really awesome. Like we were DJing in the atrium together. Um, and then you know I was like, hey, like I want to I want to show you, can I show you my new song? Because he had to get going. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he like went down and like listened from the crowd and like gave me some really really good feedback on my new song that may or may not be coming out on 11 11 22. Um. And uh, I was just so grateful that he really took time, like while he had to go and people were trying to, like, hey, let's go. He took time to listen to my whole song, give me some really good feedback. So I really appreciated that. Shout out Deep Fake. Got one of your stickers. So trying to find the best place to put it. And then um, really loved meeting Sam Wolf. I mean, one of the most humble guys I've ever met. Like, you you know, like he, he got booked in SF by, by some of my really good friends from Headroom that do that. And I just remember like, Oh, who is this guy? And I checked out his music and I was like, man, this guy's kind of putting a new Wait, spin on. Tech he got now. booked in SF. We talking about three weeks ago. Was it three? Could have been three weeks ago. Yeah. It, it, it was fierce animals. that booked him. I was, uh, I was hanging out at, at his apartment <laughs> before he yeah. took off to SF. No, nice. like, he, live he lives in Florida or what? You know, he lives in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta <laughs> visiting. Okay. Before you him. got some broads over there or what? No, bro. Right. I was there Broads for Imagine. I was there right. for Imagine music. I was there for Imagine. Yeah. Okay. Nice. But he, of he you were. but he took off to SF for a day. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. and then he was gonna go back to Imagine. Nice. So oh, I don't okay. know if it was the yeah. same time or I don't know. Might have been. Could it could have been. It could have been for that show. I think he was the last person. But like, yeah. I and like my friend, like my friend Ryan Robbins. Shout out Ryan Robbins. Great producer. Amazing guy. Doing some amazing things. Um, he he booked him, and I just go, yo, Ryan's booking him. There's got to be something about this artist. Mm -hmm. So every time they book an artist, I always check him out. And that was cool. Like, I got to hear his music and then meet him. And he was just the most humble guy. He told me to send him music, you know, all this stuff. And, like, not a lot of artists do that. You know, usually you got to go get the new music. But he was so forthcoming. Like, oh, you make music? Yes, send yeah. me some stuff. And I was like, shoot, dude. Like, appreciate you, man. Okay. No. let let Let's go into uh, um some advice that we'd give to people who are who have never been to Groove Cruise and something like you kind of like learn and then maybe like, hey, here's what you here's some advice. Okay. Here's I could start so, first unless you already have something. I mean, go for it. Um, I would bring a bottle of wine. So you're you're not allowed to bring waters, which water is literally ready accessible anywhere. So as long as you have like a bottle, just grab, just literally fill up your fucking cup everywhere you go. I mean, the cafeteria is always open. You can just go grab water. It's not a big deal. Um, but always, but bring a bottle of wine. You're allowed one wine bottle. Do per, they charge you fifteen dollars? Is that only if you bring it into a restaurant? Um, probably only if you bring it to a restaurant because no God, nobody else. I, it was on there that they would charge you, but um, I, yeah, I don't think so. Huh? Yeah, because it said nobody there was a fifteen dollar corkage fee or something. Yeah, nobody like got charged. I think that's for uh for a restaurant probably, um, mm -hmm. because nobody else got charged. So I, I didn't bring one, but not knowing that, like, I could have brought one. Like, I should have just brought. But, but isn't it just one? Because I know you can bring but a it's magnum just one. too. It's you just one. Because they had a corkage fee like twenty five dollars for a one point five liter. So I think you could either. I don't know. You know better than me probably, but I think you could might be able to bring a big one too or two small ones. No, I I don't know. I I just I would I just remember just one bottle. Um, yeah, at least one bottle. Bring a bottle. And then uh, yeah, I mean, why not? And then uh, also, don't underpack. I definitely underpacked. I I mean, it it's it it comes with its benefits though. Like I left pretty easily. I didn't have to worry about no luggage, nothing. I just left right. So it, like I get that, but like also, um, like don't underpack. Like I definitely brought a lot of like tr swim tr swim trucks, thinking that I was gonna go swimming a lot. I went swimming once. Yep. So I'm like, I pack like eight swim trunks for no reason. I'm like, uh, oh, whatever. Sounds like, like I you didn't underpack. 
least for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't bring any pants, so I was like, oh, and geez. it gets really cold. So I mean, also bring like it bring does. coats, bring sweaters, bring warm clothes because you're gonna want it because it gets cold really fast. And like, yeah, you know, we did a lot of like trips back and forth, just grabbing sweaters and stuff like that. You know, like I, bar- I let this man borrow my robe because he's always <laughs> freezing his nipples like off. <laughs> He's always freezing his nipples off, and then like um, you know, also like like bring some goofy costumes. People love like the goofy costumes, pretty cool stuff. So I like I wish I brought like a costume and stuff, but I didn't. Um, I definitely had some outfits and stuff that were cool. Some that you know, some that you know, but like I also um, I I think that you don't have to do every single theme because there's two themes per night na- uh, per day. So many, there's but, like ten themes. But I overslept for some, and and then I I was up early for the other like. It's honestly like don't just do one per day. Just wear the whole thing for the rest of the fucking night. Yeah, right. Like honestly, yeah. just bring your favorite, whatever, and just wear that shit over and over again. Yeah, and you know what? Like of anything, like I, I think which I would have done is I wish I would have like planned some costumes with my friends. So like I saw this video of like these people as a bunch of Teletubbies or whatever, like at this festival and they're going yeah. nuts. And I'm like, man, that looks so fun. Like I wish I would have done that. Yeah, some see, homies, right? see, me and my friend are doing the um the Squid Games for EDC Orlando, so we're gonna be wearing like the red suits and stuff, and nice. you know, we're hoping to meet some other people there. If somebody else is wearing the same shit. I mean, but we're, we're that's what we're doing. Um, definitely have to dress up and stuff like that. I mean, get goofy. Definitely yeah. bring costumes, even if they're not like related to the themes. Just bring costumes and stuff like that. Um, and then make sure that you have money in your bank account. I mean, you're good if you're gonna go to Groove Cruise, plan on spending money. I'm sorry, like I, you know. I definitely spent a lot of money. So like um and and I was you know wasn't even trying to like ball out either and I I definitely still did because uh the vibes were all there and the next thing you know is when you want to have the best time with your friends. Yeah. So agreed, that's my agreed. advice. You got any advice? I think my advice uh this is some interesting advice but I Bring your would, USB drive and then <laughs> USB and you know can I and ask every DJ can I play with you? Yeah. That's what you right, did. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do that. And uh, you know, I, I, the only time I, I, I did it was like, you, like Aaron's like, dude, this is renegade. You gotta come over and play. And I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Anyway. I know you, you were, you and I, we, we were at a, uh, we were at a party. Uh, it was like the Admiral Suite or whatever. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then you were like, you think I could play? And they're like, dude, you don't get me kicked out, bro. <laughs> For real, I was like, I mean, I got some love to share. I think people would people would definitely like it, you know. Yeah, you definitely uh, would like us to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, you get you, know, you miss every shot you don't take. But yeah, you'll you get kicked there. out if you don't. If you keep yeah, taking the shots. There was like that. Like, all right, I got to play in the atrium. It's all good. Um, but what was I saying? Some advice. Okay. So this is what I'll say. Um, one of the, one of the biggest things before I got there is, I don't do any like really anything too crazy, but like you know I wanted to bring some weed on board, a little like you know like a cartridge and some edibles, and I was a freaking out, y'all. I was Dude, like, oh my god, for we're real, drug dog. It says we're gonna have drug dog. There's a Mexican, you know, border patrol or whatever. Like you know, like I don't want to get fucking thrown in Mexican jail or something having weed, you know. But so I was like freaking out the whole way there. Like, how am I going to hide this shit? Like, I, I really want to have like a cartridge or something. So like, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. Nah, don't, don't say it. Uh, listen, if you yeah, bring it- if if you bring shit into the cruise and I don't, I'm not doing like fear mongrel, but like, you know, and if they kick you out, that's on you. OK, uh, give me okay. give me some give me your part of your best advice. Hmm. 
So my best advice, I mean, you covered a lot of the good stuff. I think definitely bring a jacket, really warm clothes. Like when you're up on the deck at night, you know, and stuff like that, it gets fucking mm-hmm. cold. So bring bring warm clothes, sweats, whatever. I bring lots of costumes. I think you know, bring. I think it's earplugs. Oh my god! Oh, bro, Jesus cool. I Christ! Earplugs ready to go, I'm dude. The amount of the amount of times you just get like close to the base and you don't realize how close you are back because like there's a lot of space. Like yeah, and a lot of times if you're drunk or you know on the whatever on something else, you don't really realize how loud or how it might be hurting your ears. So it is really good. Just always have that on you. Like before I left my room. Phone, keys, or car key, and earplugs. Like that was that was what I needed right there, you know. So definitely bring earplugs. Great tip. I mean, you can. I, I just went on Amazon. I think I spent like sixteen, seventeen dollars. Mm-hmm. Got these really good ones. Um, so definitely would recommend that. Let's think here. Uh, a lot of people that I met that went the first time. They didn't even realize you could go to the restaurant. They didn't realize you could eat, like, you know, go and order yeah. or whatever. They thought it was all paid. Like, so definitely, like you said, go to a restaurant. You don't have to go every night, but if you can, try to go every night. If yeah. Friends, so by like, the, by like a help desk, they have a, they have a section where you can reserve your nights and you can just choose right. the restaurant and just be like, oh, which, which are the free restaurants? And then you could just put like how many parties or how big is your party is going to be, stuff right. like that. And then on the other side was like the activity centers. You could sign up for those too. You don't really have to sign up for the activity center because honestly, like there wasn't any like sign in stuff. You just walk in. For the I most know, part. right? Yeah, I know. I was kind of like, oh man, I didn't sign up for the artist activity stuff, and like it all closed up by like when I was trying to sign up or whatever. So yeah, I mean, if you can sign up in advance, I think, like you said, just about everything. I think you can just walk in. Like yeah. there might be certain ones that are very impacted where there's like a lot of people wanting to do it so but i I didn't i didn't experience that well i only did a couple artist activities but Mm -hmm. i would recommend definitely do as do as many as you i mean if you want to like don't stress yourself out but do as many as you can because they're really cool like my first groove cruise i got to play ping pong with shiba san and that was so fun he kicked my ass god damn that guy can play some ping pong yeah um some other advice let's think here yeah bring a bottle of wine i mean even if you don't bring a bottle of wine i went up to the bar i mean you can buy drinks but you can get a good bottle of wine for like 26 27 dollars and uh you know some white wine or whatever and it's like 30 dollars after tax and it's like shoot that's like two drinks you know and you get a whole bottle of wine like i i get a whole bottle of wine i'm chilling and I'm they, going around. I'm handing it out. I right, take a drink, and, you know, like. And, and then also, like, if you smoke, they do sell cigarettes there. Just be cognizant of where they do, and just be cognizant where you're smoking the cigarettes because some places are no smoke areas, and they'll be like pretty like angry about like where you're smoking and stuff like that. So be like, just be very aware of, like where you are smoking your cigarettes and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um. I, I wish it brought other. I wish I brought more candy. I didn't think about bringing candy, uh, because I was I I like panic packed and I didn't like pack I what I, I so I wish I brought candy. Unfortunately, I didn't bring any candy, and I was like, it's so unlike me because I didn't. I usually do like a meetup. That's where like, I give out all my candy, but you know, talking about the candy on your wrist, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. Yeah. No, I mean, I was thinking about doing that too. It's not. It wasn't a huge like like it, candy like rave vibe there, but there I, wasn't. I, yeah. I feel that. yeah, it was very like. That, yeah. Not that you can't do that. But I just didn't see it very. Yeah, much. it was like a lot of bracelet stuff. So I got these bracelets. I got this groove groove bracelet. Oh yeah, I got one. Of the, I got the same one from the homie yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah. Homie Paul, shout Paul out Paul. Valone, shout Dude, out. Guy, 
Dude, what a man, what a guy. Yeah, if you ever need uh, a vape, like a little uh, tobacco vape, he was selling these tobacco vapes for uh, $30. Strongest vape I hit on the cruise. I mean, I hit this vape, and I almost fell over. I'm like, holy. Oh, what Lord. The, what is in this, dude? My goodness, bro. That's what tobacco. is in this? <laughs> what is in this, bro? Like, I was this like, tobacco, like, 30%. Was, my God. Yeah, I'm like, sheesh. That's what you call EDM, brother. Uh, that was a good old EDM hit right there. Uh, uh, I think. Good. I can't think of anything else. Is there anything else? I'm trying to see if there's anything else I can think of. I would say this too. If you can, like you said, bringing candy. I think if you can bring something cool to like give to people or like, it's just really fun. It's like a, such a giving vibe. Like you say, like if there's something like if you bring like a little camera that can take Polaroids, you can mm -hmm. take pictures of people. Oh, that would them. be kind of fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. I have one. I didn't bring it, you know, but I think it's really cool. Like just plan on like, you know, doing something or bringing something that maybe you can give to people or like, like you can just, just something like some people, like one person, and gave me this little like i wish i had it but it was this little raspberry like squishy thing or whatever and it's just like they gave it to me and some people just had all these cool different things they gave you or whatever so i think that's kind of cool and um yeah definitely i would say if you can like really i would i had brought a costume that, that covers my face i wanted to just like bring a costume that covered my face i didn't i never got a chance yeah. to do this but just wear that and go around and be crazy and no one knows it's you now everyone's going to know it's me. I mean, nobody would know it's you anyways. <laughs> I gave myself oh, away. Oh, shoot. Who are you? I'm oh, Danny. Who is this? Who is that? Son of a bitch Danny who? Podcast. Danny Fathom. Who? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, uh, but Danny, um, it's been a pleasure, man, talking to you. Um, where can our viewers find you? If you wouldn't mind just jotting down your socials. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you, my man. Uh, it's been great. Um, yeah, they, so you guys can find me. The main place where I put a lot of my stuff is on my Instagram. It's just Danny Fathom, SoundCloud, Danny Fathom, Insta oh, I guess I already said Instagram, Spotify, Danny Fathom. Everything's Danny Fathom. If you don't know how to spell it, it's just Danny Fat Ho, add an M. <laughs> That's all I tell people. Like, how do you find your Instagram? Danny Fat Ho, and then you start typing that, and it comes up. It's like, oh, all right. And all uh, his information will be down in the description below on um, everywhere where you find it. Uh, this episode will be on most streaming platforms. So we got Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, you know, you got your stitchers and your stuff like that. Um, but it, uh, the video version will also be on YouTube if you're interested in that. And like I say at every episode, I will catch you all. One thing, one thing real quick, though. One, oh, one piece, of sure. advice. The best piece of advice, the best piece of advice. Okay. Talk to people, meet people. Don't be shy. Like I, I that's the reason I'm here is I talked to Manny and I met him. <laughs> Don't be shy. People are so friendly, so kind. It's a one of a kind environment. You see people, you walk in the elevator. What's up everyone? Like really to go out of your way and meet people and talk to people. You'll meet some of the best friends in your whole life. And back All right, to you, well, okay. So with that being said, <laughs> yes, yes. um, so thank you guys all for watching. And like I say in every episode, I will catch y'all at the next one. Bye.